podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. So we are in the series, The Real Stuff, um, and this is our final instalment of this series. We've got ourselves to a point now where our next one of the real stuff is real love. We've looked at real joy, we've looked at real hope, we've looked at real worship and now as we have grasped those, as we've kept them in here and here, we're now going to think about this real love which binds all these things together. It's fair to say that I didn't know when I started this series, when I was planning it out, where we'd be in the current climate that we're in, in the times that we're in, as the world right now. I even thought that this was last week's message. I planned it, I got it ready, felt like this is where the Lord was taking us last Sunday morning, and then it just didn't happen. It, it wasn't fresh, it wasn't right. And, and I felt like the Lord was saying to me, no, it's, it's real worship. Don't worry about, about real love just yet. So I put it off a week. Today is the day for real love. I want to just start with this. That it, it appears to me, and, and perhaps I'm wrong, but it appears to me that the world hides behind a veil of love. Perhaps when personal gain and, and darkness are the, are the goal on occasions. This morning, though, we're going to look at a story told over 2,000 years ago by Jesus Christ, who spoke love into a divided world. And today, God willing, his word will speak into a world that is still so divided and his words will hopefully, prayerfully speak into hearts and to lives. You know the story, I'm absolutely sure, of where we're going to go this morning. But don't zone out, please. Don't switch off. Don't turn over. But listen and expect God to work in our hearts. The reading this morning is from Luke chapter 10. It's just a few verses verse 25 through 37. Just allow me to read those to you. On one occasion, an expert of the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied. How do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbour as yourself. You've answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbour. In reply, Jesus said this, a man was going from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. 
they stripped him of his clothes, beat him and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road. And when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So too, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he travelled, came where the man was, and when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn and took care of him. The next day he took two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbour to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. Let's pray. Lord, this morning as we just look into your word, as we search our hearts, we just pray, Father, that we might see the real stuff, that we might see real love, and that, Father, that we might apply that to our lives. We might take it on board, we might learn from what your word is teaching us, and, Father, we might put it into our day-to-day. Father, bless this word to us now as we've read it together. We ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. So straight off the bat, the expert in the law is out to test Jesus and justify himself. And you say to yourself, well, that sounds a bit harsh. No, listen, he's out to test Jesus and he's out to justify himself. Listen to this, verse 25, to begin with, as we start the story, says on one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. And then also in verse 29, he says this, but he wanted to justify himself, to satisfy himself, to make sure that what he was doing was the best. He wanted to justify himself, so he asked Jesus, who is my neighbour? It's not a great start to love, I believe you'll agree, to look to test somebody and to justify yourself. It's not a great beginning. Thankfully, though, as we saw last week, this week, love is in the room. And Jesus speaks After clarifying the man's position, the man then again asks Jesus in verse 29, as we've just seen, who is my neighbour? Who is my neighbour? Who is the one that I should love? How? Listen to it. Verse 27. Love your neighbour as yourself. So who is that other person that we should love as ourself, who is my neighbour. Jesus talks into a rift between cultures. When the man says neighbour, he's saying my people. So he's saying those around me that are in with me. Leviticus 19 and verse 18 goes along with this and allows you to just reference that. 
But Jesus now is teaching him love. Love your neighbour. Your neighbour is anyone, everyone around about. Your neighbour is anyone and everyone around about. Listen to what he's saying. The injured man in this story is a Jew. His own people, his own people, and listen to what the words teaching us, have left him because, well, they're priests and a, and a Levite. They don't want to get messy. And the truth is that if they touch somebody in this, um, in this situation, then they'd be classed as unclean and then they couldn't go about their duties. So they didn't really, the truth be told, I don't want to get involved. Their silence speaks volumes, doesn't it? They don't want to be unclean and they don't want the hassle. Verse 31 and 32, we see that both men pass by on the other side. But then as the story records for us, as Jesus is teaching this expert in the law, the story records for us that a Samaritan comes along. Now, Jews and Samaritans didn't mix. History of war and of violence and then of separation meant that Jews quite literally would travel around the area of Samaria. They would take an extra two to three days travelling to get to the opposite side just in order not to go through Samaria. It, it, it was a place that you did not go near. They did not want anything to do with them. Yet Jesus shows what love looks like. Love isn't concerned with culture or origin or colour or belief. Love is concerned with loving. Love is concerned with being loved. Love is concerned with living out love. Love is concerned with showing love. This Samaritan loved on what the world saw as his enemy. Why? Well, because his enemy was a human being who needed help. Let me say that again. The Samaritan loved on what the world saw as his enemy. Why? Because his enemy was a human being who needed help. Jesus, in Luke chapter 6, verse 27 through 36, again, educating the people around him, say, uh, says, love your enemies. He says in verse 35 of that chapter, imitate God, do as God does. Love those around about you, be merciful to those around about you, love those. And he says in that chapter, you will be children of the most high God if you do these things. Our example by our creator has always been love. That has never changed. 1 John 4 verse 16 tells us that God is love. How much clearer do we need it? God is love. Jesus then, back in Luke chapter 10, is educating a people group who had closed their doors to another. When he says enemy, he means love those who don't look like you. 
Love those who don't sit like you. Love those who don't behave like you. Love those who aren't the same colour as you. Love those who don't always have the same beliefs as you. Love everyone like God has loved us. John 3 verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son. Love, we want the real stuff. We want to love how God has loved us. And the real stuff does not separate. It does not divide. It isn't violent. It isn't uh, in a position where it repays evil with evil. But love, let me tell you this morning from what the Bible teaches us, love pushes back boundaries. Love pushes back hatred. Love brings freedom and relief. You know, we, in this current climate that we find ourselves in, we are writing history in our day-to-day. In our time, we are writing our history. And my challenge, the words challenge this morning, is to let's let love win. Let's let love win. I want to finish with 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13. Again, if you've got your Bibles, turn with it. Let's read it. Let's let it settle on our hearts and let's see what love is. 1 Corinthians 4, uh, sorry, 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4 through 8. I beg your pardon. It says this. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonour others. It is not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, it always trusts, always hopes, it always perseveres. My Bible says this, verse 8, love never fails. Church, this is the real stuff. This is real love. Let's pray. Lord, this morning, as we have seen what your word has taught us, as we let that settle on our hearts, we just ask, Lord, that you might help us to be people that write this time that allows love to win. That, Father, that you might help us to write this narrative that love breaks through, that love wins. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your love and our example that says, for God so loved us that he gave. This is how we know what love is, that Christ died for us. He gave his life freely so that we might have life. That's love. And we pray, Lord, that you would help us to live lives like that. Father, we thank you for your word. 
We thank you for this time that we've been able to look in it, to worship you and to spend time in your presence. Bless us, Father, we pray. We ask these prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. Church, thank you so much for joining with us again this morning. We love the fact that we're able to connect and our prayer is that so soon we will be back together. God willing, it won't be too much longer. In the meantime, stay safe and we look forward to seeing you very soon. God bless. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.